for two. Kickers are extra, I give them the boot. Ooh. Going for two. Sit back, relax while I grab me a brew. Ooh. Now I'm reclining while putting my time and I'm ready to go. My spine is aligning and much my lineups, my bank account grows. I am so rich, but knowledge is all that I'm leaving here with. Ooh. Listen to this. Multiple options, how far can I get? Ooh. DFS Dynasty Reader, tonight I'm not finishing last. I'm finishing past any and all I am looking to last. What else? This spot is popping and I am so locked in and only opening the door when it is opportunity knocking and all of these spots keep on talking and talking. So what are we talking? What kind of alignment and running it deep? Even players forgotten or came from the bottom or hitting that topping and this spot is popping. Yeah, this spot is popping. And this is the arm chat. Yeah. Put up your arms. Yeah, sound the alarm. Yeah. What is going on, guys, and welcome to episode 338 of the Armchair Fantasy Show. I am your host, of course, Jeff Lambert. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Lambert 77 Of course, we are live here every Wednesday night on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, and syndicated in all major podcast networks. It is officially week one, uh, and if you are currently watching us on YouTube, please hit that like and subscribe button for us. I am here with my co-host, Mr. Ryan Searfoss. What's up, Ryan? Dude, it's 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 legit football season. We had college last week. My Florida State boys put a whooping on LSU, moved up in that top four. We got the NFL this weekend. It's beautiful, man. Good stuff, man. Best time of the year. Absolutely. All right, joining us. It's been a while since he's been on. I had to get my man on here to kick us off for uh, for for week one here, Mr. Robbie Johnson, a.k.a. Rum Boys. Robbie, he is the CEO of Rum Boys Fantasy and Marketing and Talent of Big Guy Fantasy Sports. You can follow him at Rumboys R. What's up, Robbie? What's good? Can I get a year in the chat from everybody? Cheers to me. Cheers to you. Shout out to the whole Going for Two live crew. Big shout out to the Armchair Fantasy Football Show. Let's get it poppin'. Dilly it. dilly. And that is why we have this gentleman on here uh, week one to kick it off right. Give us some energy on this show. I love it. I love it. That's like a month's worth of my energy you just did right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's, ready. It's freaking impressive. I'm ready for a nap. Week one, y'all brought out the rum boys. We got to do it and do it right, baby. Let's get it. We, one thing one thing about me, we're going to make it do what it do, baby. We're going to make it do what it do. <laughs> Good stuff. So, Robbie, for my listeners that don't know who you are, give us a rundown of what you do in the fantasy space. Uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, writer for Big Guy Fantasy Sports right now. Uh, on-air personality for Big Guy Fantasy Sports and marketing specialist for Big Guy Fantasy Sports. Also doing some marketing on the side for my homies over at FTN. Uh, big shouts to FTN Network as well. Uh, and I'm the CEO of the Run Boys Fantasy Network. Make sure you like, come subscribe to this channel right here that you're watching right now. But then also check out my YouTube channel as well. Six days a week of content now that uh, week one is here. Except for tonight because I'm here. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. And I know... Uh... Your your Friday show is legendary. We've had plenty of guests that have been on your Friday show. Ryan being I, I, one of them. <laughs> I've, been on, I've been on there a few times, and my Saturdays have always been terrible. The next day, absolutely. <laughs> you only bring you only bring me on when I have to work the next Saturday, and I just yeah. hate my life the next day. You have to work this Saturday. <laughs> Sound like an invite, I'm right? Not, there. <laughs> I'll do next Saturday. I'll do next Friday. You chill. Yeah, dude, I got I to work this Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, man. Love you. Love the both of you gentlemen. Absolutely. All right, guys. As always, this show is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. You can see the little fancy QR code right there in the corner right there. 
Uh, you can check out their best ball leagues, huge tournament, private leagues, and pick them for every major sport. Uh, use our promo code GF2 to get a deposit match up to 100 bucks. And right now, uh, for a limited time, you're going to get a free free square uh, for pick'ems. So I think this week's free square is Patrick Mahomes uh, over a half a total yard. So obviously, that's a free square. You can add that to your pick'ems, uh, which we'll do tonight, actually. We're going to have a little short segment where we're going to show you how this works. Uh, again, that promo code is GF2. Just use the Underdog Fantasy app. Pro- use promo code GF2. Uh, get 100 bucks. Uh, to to uh, to play the game. Uh, today is going to be a, a, a pretty jam-packed show here. We got uh, some stock up, stock down as we head into week one. Uh, we'll play a little uh, factor cap. Of course, we got some listener questions that we'll try to get to tonight. But of course, as always, kick it off with the nonsense draft. Attention, everyone. Let's mock draft. All right, so we are drafting fictional characters we would like to see fight each other. And, Robbie, you have the 101 here. Let's see what you got. Really quick, can I just, like, shout out the live chat? Jamie, what's good? SC Express, what's good? There's a lot of moistness in the chat, and I don't know if that's (laughs) just because the Caramel Thunder is here. (laughs) Speaking of Thunder, in the fictional draft, who we would like to see fight each other, I, I... I have to represent the anime community, especially because I just took Jamal Williams in the FCN draft tonight. So I have to represent the anime community here. We need to go with the classic Goku versus Superman battle here as the 101 overall. Goku versus Superman. Everyone will probably argue like Goku versus One Punch Man or, you know, some different other anime versus anime variations. Give me a DC versus uh, anime variation with Superman and Goku. I love it. I love it. That's uh, that's that was one of the top ones when I was like sort of googling around, looking at different uh, matchups that they had on on you know on Google, and people want to see that. That was one of the top ones on there. Here's my here's my thing as to why Superman would win. Okay, and I'm a huge Goku stan. Vegeta's better. I'm a huge Goku stan. But what I will say, we all watched that 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 uh, Spirit Bomb episode as kids when he was fighting Frieza, and that whole Spirit Bomb took two episodes. Just a transformation into a Super Saiyan form can take an episode. With that being said and stated, you're going to get lit up by them laser eyes, bro. <laughs> Good stuff. And there's no crypt, crypt, Kryptonian, no Krypton in the Goku universe, in the DBZ universe. So kind of screw Goku. <laughs> All right. I got the 102. Hard to beat that one. Uh, but so I went with a little bit more of a, of a humorous first matchup here. Uh, and I'm taking uh, two uh, anime characters that have been sort of uh, mainstays in pop culture for the longest time. Uh, I want to see Homer Simpson fight Peter Griffin. <laughs> that would yeah. just be a, a drunken, just uh, just hilarious sort of fight. I think both of them will probably get exhausted about halfway through and then have a beer. It's, pay-per-view. And then... <laughs> it's pay-per-view worthy. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. That, that would that be my me. 101 there if I was to have picked the 101. Ryan, you got the 103. I'm going with some guys, some movie characters who are just some of the most brutal, cunning fighters you've ever seen. I want to see Jason Bourne versus John Wick. Nice. Just pure, like, military brainwash, perfect soldier versus the Baba Yaga, and just let them go at it. It, it, as As long as Jason Bourne doesn't kill 
his dog to kill John Wick's dog. We're good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. What, what if he like keys it? What if he like keys his car? <laughs> that starts it. Yeah, yeah ex- no, yeah. If that that's not quite the dog rage. Be petty. You just don't be petty with John Wick. Absolutely. No. Yeah, I had John Wick in one of mine too. Uh, I won't use him, but I had John Wick versus the Equalizer. Of course, Denzel Washington's you know great character. Uh, that would be another great battle, I think too. So John Wick's a good battle for a lot of different different people out there. Just the two actors in those movies alone. Actually, yeah, hundred percent. All right, Robbie, you got the one hundred and four. Um, I am going to keep it in the cartoon universe, and I am going to make two brothers fight each other. These two kids made us laugh for years to come on Adult Swim. I have to go with Huey and Riley from the Boondocks, bro. Nice. <laughs> love it. I love it. I I love that. Like. None of yours have been on my script so far, Robbie, and that's why I, I love having you on, man, because you're... Run Boys Fancy Network, completely unscripted. <laughs> you're on a different level. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, 105. Uh, I got a couple ways I can go here, but I'm going to go with a more traditional one that um, if you grew up in the 80s and early 90s, you'd probably want to see this one. Uh, I'm going with the Terminator, the original Terminator, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, versus Optimus Prime from the Transformers. Not not the Optimus Prime from the movies, the Optimus Prime from the eighties cartoon. That would be a, a pretty a pretty awesome battle right there. I think those two would, would go at it for a for a pretty pretty awesome uh 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 battle between the two of those guys. I like that. I like that. I get only get one more pick after Ryan. Yep, I? yep. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what you got for the one of six here? I'm going with video game loyalty. We're going with the solid brick head in brick hands of Mario who can punch through anything <laughs> versus the pure speed of Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. So Super Smash Brothers. Nice. I mean, Sonic, Sonic wasn't on there, man. But yes. Okay. Yeah. It's... So, so, Sonic deserves to be on there, but yeah. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan, you got another one that was very similar to mine because I had Mario versus Link, two iconic Nintendo characters. That, that has been on Smash yeah. Brothers. Yeah, that one has been on Smash Brothers. That one, though, I think would be would be a, an epic battle. But yeah, I love the years too. the the, the two different uh, consoles there with Sonic and, and Mario being the, the head of those two consoles. I love it. All right, uh, Robbie, I think you're up here with the, your last pick. This is so tough because you both just inspired me um with you know one ryan with the video game category but then you know we got we got robots like i was gonna go with with the team one um uh, and you know what? i think i still will stick with the team one maybe i'll tweet out the, the other two that i was thinking about or i'll throw like an honorable mention i'm gonna go with the team i am putting the mighty morphin r our our Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, not y'all new kids, so Gen Z. The OG, watching it's fine. The OG, but y'all Power Rangers can't mess with our Power Rangers. R.I.P. Uh, uh, Jason David Frank. We gotta have the Green Ranger in this, okay? So we got the Green Ranger led Power Rangers against Thundercats. Thundercats. Nice. Thundercats. Oh! <laughs> That was a good pull. That that was awesome because I was actually trying to think of a good team one, and I I didn't have the Power Rangers or Thundercats. I had the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like, who's gonna have the Ninja Turtles fight? And that would be another good one to throw in that mix I, there. I think there is a YouTube like 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 uh, adaptation where the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers fight. I think I, I have seen something like that. Um, 
So I think I think we have seen that one. I, I, that's why I want to go with the Thundercats. I like when it. you mentioned the eighties, I, I had to it. you know pay homage. You know, so that was my favorite cartoon growing up. 90s. Yeah, well, I think when when Scott Fish had that as the theme, that was my that was my division. I was in the Thundercats division. That was a that was a good one. I don't think the Thundercats would would would, would, would demolish the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers have a, a thing called a Megazord. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, you, you might have to make the Transformers make it a little bit more fair. <laughs> okay, well, even if the tra- so if the Transformers fought the Power Rangers, that'd be interesting. I'd rather see the Transformers fight a Gundam. Yes, good stuff. All right, I am up with my last pick here, and I still got a couple of good ones that I like on here, but I'm going to take two pretty hardcore fan bases here, uh, and I'm going to pit the two uh, sort of older gentlemen in these in these movies. Uh, I'm going to take Dumbledore versus Gandalf, and just have a, a, a wizard battle and just see what happens. <laughs> that I would be... The enemy just came. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a that would be a nerd fest for sure. But I hey, I, I I'm admit I'm a nerd, so I would love to see that. I'm a huge nerd. I'm, I'm a <laughs> Slytherin, just so you know. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, Ryan, closes out strong here. What you got? Dude, I, I got I got inspired by the team thing, and this is a comic book argument that you always hear because the two main for Marvel and DC, you got Batman, Spider Man. I want to see their rogues galleries go head to head. So all of Batman's villains versus the Sinister Six of Spider-Man's. Oh, I like it. In just all-out chaos. I think Spider-Man's take them because there's a lot more power on that side, but love to see it. I love yeah, I that's... don't care. I don't care about the power. One of my next tattoos is is, you know, like, like a kind of like a twist on the angel and devil thing is Batman and the Joker. And the Joker is my my idol, like like Keith Ledger's version, especially. That's um, my favorite one as well. Anarchy, you can't you can't beat good old thought out anarchy, and we're gonna talk about anarchy when we get into fantasy football talk. <laughs> good stuff. So you have some honorable mentions you want to get just hit real quick, Robbie. Uh, the 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 honorable mention for for me, uh, from a video game standpoint, I need Dante from Devil May Cry. Ooh. Versus Cloud from Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Nice. <laughs> That's a good one. I like and it. And I honestly, like, if I were to ever like be cast in a movie and they're like, hey, let's just suddenly make Dante, I don't know, a uh, light skin. I'm so <laughs> down for that role. <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh so I had two on my list I just wanted to mention real quick. I had a team one as well. This is a very large team, but I had the Oompa Loompas versus the Minions, <laughs> just because it would be all out chaos. <laughs> I felt for some reason we're getting canceled for that. But I'm not sure. <laughs> nope, no, no cancellations. Nope. And then I had one more uh, comedy one, and played by the same actual actor. But I'd love to see these two guys fight: Ace Ventura, Pet Detective versus Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber, because <laughs> that would just be hilarious. <laughs> I got two real people from the 80s because I was I originally thought real people when I read it. And I want to see 80s full amazing shape Sylvester Stallone versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger cage yes. fight. Yes, that was something that if you grew up in the 80s, that's something you wanted to see. I mean, they fought like they battled out in the blockbuster theaters, but they didn't actually fight in real life. I but love haven't it. we seen bodybuilders like I mean, I'm not considering Sylvester Stallone and a boxer by any means, but we've seen you know, bodybuilders kind of 
lose some bantamweight UFC champions. It's like you're a bodybuilder, bro. You can't get hit or do jiu-jitsu. Sylvester Stallone's a former porn star, whatever. This is true. This is true. All right, fellas. Let's get into some football. News and notes from around the league. All right, so the first one here is a big one all over Twitter right now and what to do with this because you drafted a tight end early. Uh, Mr. Travis Kelsey, diagnosed with a bone bruise, is questionable for tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go to you first, Robbie. First of all, if Kelsey is out, is there a viable option on that team tight end-wise? And then if there's not, who's the best player that's going to benefit from the situation if he is out? Personally, what I've been telling uh, a lot, of, a lot of my followers and a lot of uh, some of the Rumboys pre- uh, premium clients, especially, is I've been on the phone all week helping people master their lineups. None of us are masters; we're all guessing. Anyways, with Kelsey, with the situation, I don't want any of my followers personally behind the eight ball. Post a Thursday night after week one. I want us to kind of, you know, a belief in the Rumboys fantasy community, community, get those wins as early as you can. For that, I also tweeted out, feel free to go ahead and throw out Juwan Johnson. Throw out Cole Komet. You drafted these guys as late round tight ends, as backups for, in the words of the great uh, comedian, uh, what is his name? Cat Williams. For in case shit purposes, that's all insurance is. You drafted these guys for that reason only. This is why you have the sugar honey iced tea. And may it be the greatest sugar honey iced tea that you have ever tasted when Jawan Johnson goes out there and gets you 80 yards and a touchdown. Yep, I like it. I like it. So you're not on the you're on the, the Noah Gray, you know, the plug and play Noah Gray train. I think that if you are on the other, if you're on the opposing end facing someone that has Kelsey this weekend, and if it is equitable enough, what I did, um, and you can take Noah Gray from that person, I prefer that side of the Noah Gray strategy. Yeah. Um, Denying accessibility versus me being the one to go ahead and drop someone that could probably be a little bit more worthy for me than going out and playing, playing Noah Gray when we know that Mahomes can go out there. And in the three games that he hasn't had, Travis Kelsey has put on a show. Yep. Good call. And the Titans were not really a part of that show. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Who, uh, who benefits the most if, if Kelsey is out? You know, it's funny. The idea popped in my head as we were talking about it because it's definitely not no great thing. Like, I don't trust it. Mahomes on Florida, who's good. I feel like the person who's going to play, I might actually throw this bet out tomorrow night. I haven't looked at the line on it. Is Jared McKinnon? Just kind of is that like wild card dump off safety valve? I think someone like that benefits the most to help Mahomes out there. If you're looking for somebody on the Chiefs, I don't think it's a tight end. I think the receivers are going to do whatever they're going to do regardless. I'm kind of kind of just play wild card to tight end whoever's on my team, like Robbie said, or search for agency for somebody who I think is actually a starter and I know is going to get reps. As opposed to that, but I think if I'm going to take somebody on the Chiefs who gets who gets benefit, I think I'm going to go with McKinnon. Yeah, I like Line that call. Line shot four and a half. Huh? Line four and a half. Four and a half. Uh, uh, Lions are away dogs at plus one eighty. Fifty three over under. Nice. I that's a that's interesting. McKinnon's kind of interesting. I wasn't even thinking that way, but you're right. I mean, he does kind of work the same part of the field. 
You know, he he runs those screens, and you know those those tight end screens can can be running back screens. Uh, I was kind of on the mind that I, I kind of like Sky more. I like Sky more even before Travis Kelsey injury. Um, I kind of like him a little bit more now. I think he can be that go-to receiver uh, that we hope he can be. I mean, Kadarius Tony's going to be out there as well, but Sky Moore, I think, has shown a little bit towards the end of last season, and I think in the in the preseason this so far this year. So Sky Moore was my pick to benefit the most, but I like Jerick McKinnon too. That's a pretty good choice there. Um, and, and let's also not really quick not forget if we want to just take a quick cruise, take a take a right turn here on Narrative Street. Last time that we saw these two quarterbacks face each other it was a cold brisk november night of 2018 la wasn't all that fancy they were playing in the coliseum and ladies and gentlemen these two quarterbacks lit Lit it up up. it was like a 52 to 51 or something ridiculous like that wasn't it yeah yeah it was uh yeah that's where the line was and they ended up shattering that line yeah i remember that it was a it was a huge dfs game for sure Absolutely, absolutely. I think that I feel more confident playing my Lions in this one. Um, but if you have Chiefs, this is a top five scoring offense. You got them. Yeah, play them. Love it. I'm playing Marquez Valdez Scantley in Week One. Judge me if you want to, but uh, <laughs> hey. I have championships. Good stuff. All right, let's get to a running back here, and this is a guy I've been talking about a lot this offseason. I've mentioned him in my in my Facebook group. My DFS Facebook group is the guy I think is going to get a ton of work. Uh, there was some concern that he might, quote-unquote, start slow because of the injury last year, but uh, when your coach comes out and says, you're going to have a big role on Sunday, and we're talking about Mr. Javante Williams, uh, I tend to believe them. They typically don't come out and say stuff like that, and I think uh, Mr. Javante Williams will have a big role. What are your thoughts on Williams here in week one, Robbie? Can we just give Javante his flowers for the recovery that he has had? You know, cheers to that man for the recovery. With that being said and stated, everything that we thought about Javante last year, this could potentially be that year in a Sean Payton-led offense. We are already seeing this is not. And, Russ, you know, I'm not even talking to the viewers chat. I'm sending this one as a direct shot right across the bow here in the mile high city where I'm recording from to Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. This is not your team anymore. This is Sean Payton's team. A real leader has stepped into the building and has told you to shut up, sit down and color, which is what you realistically needed. Old military term for all my military veterans in the chat. <laughs> Shut up a color. With that being said, and with that being stated, ladies and gentlemen, I expect Javante to have a bigger role. I expect Javante to be utilized similar to what Alvin Kamara and the Reggie Bushes and et cetera and et cetera have been utilized. I think this is going to be a one-two punch between Javante and Samaje. And I personally, because of my experience in fantasy football, Playing running backs in a Sean Payton offense, I know that the ROI is there. Therefore, give me both of them this week to start. And I can shy away a little bit from the passing game because, well, we haven't been that confident in this passing game before anyways. Good point. Ryan, what are your thoughts here? I've been in on on Javante Williams. He's been – I don't know how many drafts he's actually passed me, especially once redrafts and best ball where he's been following. And now that we know he's healthy and Sean Payton's showing the confidence to him to play him, 
I feel great about it. Plus, we're talking the fact that this dude just called out his quarterback. He's trying to set a precedent. If he's saying this player is going to have a big role, I'm not arguing him on it. Like, Agreed. Sean Payton is not a bullshit kind of guy. No, no. For you so know, We saw decades of him in New Orleans. You knew exactly what a Sean Payton's offense is going to do. He did it. He executed it. That's what he's going to do here. And those running backs are a huge part. Uh, only thing we said about like kind of that Kamara role, he's a little bit better in between the tackles. So you might see even more somewhere between that Kamara and Ingram back in there that one two punch. He can do kind of both. Yeah, yeah, and, and to, to kind of to the point, the exact quote. I feel like that this segment uh, we we have to include the exact quote. Look, stop going around kissing the babies. You're not running for president. You're not campaigning for president. And I think that when a coach and an old school guy like Sean Payton calls a, a guy like Russell Wilson out, that, that shows this team potentially could go in the right direction. Yeah. I don't think that the record won't necessarily show it, but I think that the culture will slowly start to reflect it. Yeah, good call. And I'm with you all 100% on Javante Williams. I've been saying it. Uh, in An indication, if you look at preseason week two, and I've said this a bunch of times on Twitter, Javante Williams played 12 snaps in that game, and he had eight opportunities. I think he had five targets and I think three or four carries. I mean, it was like they were just using the hell out of him. If that's any indication of how they're going to use him in the regular season, uh, it is wheels up for this kid. And you mentioned Sean Payton loves to you know throw to his backs. Uh, I think it's going to be an awesome week one for Javante Williams. And I, like Ryan, was reaching on a lot of them. Not reaching. I was getting him way above no. his ADP. Yeah, it, it wasn't a reach getting him in the sixth round, fifth round, where he's been going. Yeah, 100%. I was I, 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 for, my, for my exposure of Javante, I haven't had to, luckily. Um, it seems like a lot of people, especially even in our own uh, colleague circles, in our own analyst circles, a lot of people are overlooking him. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I agreed. I'm at... I'm at close to 30% market share on them yeah. in best balls. Like, like, like 25. Yeah, like I feel great about it. 100%. All right, let's get to one last news here, and we'll combine these uh, these two notes here. So Cooper Cup already been ruled out. I had him as a day-to-day on the sheet, but he's already been ruled out. And then in addition to that, Puka Nakua, who was sort of Twitter's darling of, of, a, of a sleeper rookie this year, uh, supposed to be a media contributor. Uh, I'll go to you first, Ryan, this time. First, give me your thoughts on Cooper Cup being out, and then what are your thoughts on Puka Nakua being a viable option in week one? Dude, I'm worried about Cooper Cup. Like, they're being the second, looking at a second uh, medical source, like going different places to see what's going on. I'm legit worried about him. Uh, and I'm trying to get out from under it if I have a chance in fantasy. Hopefully, if you redraft, you don't. You didn't draft them, and hopefully, if it's dynasty, you're you can find somebody to sign her. Um, but as for, sorry, as far as Puka, man, this is a bad football team, and I don't want like he's worth a dart throw, throwing a few bucks of your fab out on him, and he could hit, I guess. But man, they're playing the Seahawks, who are freaking good, they have a good secondary. This Huh? Yeah. Woolen. Like, he's going to get. I mean, hopefully, Woolen's on Van Jefferson, who's going to make him disappear. But, like, I don't want any pieces of this offense, man. Ryan, Ryan, I have film on right now, and it's literally just Tyreek Woolen just. <laughs> what? Like, lighting people up. He's so freaking good. Seahawks, 
They're a great defense. I don't want any parts of any Rams players this week. And especially these wide receivers. Yeah. Hell no. Someone's hey for real, for real, like for for the the old school like like football heads that like enjoy, you know, all of us that, that got to grow up watching like Legion of Boom and like even the better defenses like prior to. You want to see a game where a lot of wood is going to be laid? Pause. It's going to be. You're just going to see Seahawks laying Rams out like left and right, bro. Like, because I'm not trusting the. I, I, I should. I have always been very biased towards Sean McVay, towards anyone that has came out of that Washington coaching room. Um, anyone but the person that was getting the credit for the group project, a la Jay Gruden. Anyways. I should be more excited about the Rams like scheme and even with Cooper Cup healthy and Matthew Stafford coming back. I wasn't I wasn't buying into this team anyways. I I love Pukanuka in my dynasty plays. Um I yeah. don't think that you to 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 Ryan's point. Please please guys if, if you if you follow any one of us if you don't take anything away from tonight's show, please take away this. Don't fucking start the Rams. Yeah, exactly. I, I will. I will let you start Hollywood Brown over before you start any one of these Rams receivers. You hear me? Hundred percent. Yeah, I'll say Puka Nakua is a great dynasty stash. Puka Nakua is not a week one starter. Please tell no. me you drafted somebody better than that to to play over Cooper Cup. He's not. He wasn't even my my last late round flyer in a lot of leagues. I have a redraft exposure to Puka Nakua, um, and I have it break it down somewhere in the document. But I mean. I think they made like two late round picks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 35 uh, leagues. I took him for Jamie this weekend in the very last round of his draft because he wasn't able to make his draft as he alluded to in the comments. But I'll give Jamie it's a the last round. It's the last round. Huh? I'll give Jamie a virtual. A, it's a punt. You can just do it. It's a last round punt. Yep. 100%. And I was eating hot wings while I was drafting. Really <laughs> draft, so. All right. Let's get to some stock up, stock down. Stock up, stock down. <laughs> All right, Robbie, we'll get you kicking off here. We'll go with uh, we'll go with the stock up. Give me one of your stock up guys for week one. A stock up guy for week one for me. We're going to take it to the home team. Right now, this take that I'm about to give you smells a lot like crab cakes, FedEx filled, and sounds like go-go music. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are going with Jahan Dotson, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Jahan Dotson. My week one play for you against a very porous, soft Arizona defense that is definitely going to key in on Terry McLaurin. I don't think that that Arizona defense is scared of Terry, uh, scary Terry's. I'm sorry, the F1 McLaurin injury at all. But as long as they're going to go ahead and try and key in on scary Terry, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Jahan Dotson, positive ROI. And you can easily slide him into your, into your flex spot right now. And your opponent's probably going to send you a video talking some shit to you. But when you blow his back out by about 15 points, don't worry. A will be okay. <laughs> I love it. And you stole you stole mine because I had Jahan Dotson on my list as well. He was uh, I, I live here in Washington, D.C., so I, I hear all the hype over this kid. And I'm from I'm from I'm from Berry Farms. I'm from Southeast. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. No, that's not nice. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not the nice part. But yeah, 100 yeah, yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah, John Dotson, me and Ryan have both been high on him all offseason. I actually have him in my fan, in my Scott Fishbowl. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say I started the hype train on him. <laughs> you're going to claim that? 
I'm not playing that. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll did, hold that. on. Did you? Did, did you? Or he was, was my number. It? He was my number two or three in the draft that year in that class. Oh, I, I am but. such a big Jahan Dawson stand. Hey, what's his percentage against man coverage per PFF? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, is, he above, is he above? Is he above or below eighty percent? I'm gonna say above. above. Yes, you're yeah, both correct. Yeah. Yeah, he's that man is nasty. Only and then only Olave in terms of uh, rookie receivers from last year, only Olave is behind him. It's seventy eight point eight percent. Yeah, a lot of stuff. What you got for a stock up, Ryan? Dude, I'm going J.K. Dobbins this week. Like we're finally getting that twenty plus carry, twenty plus touch game we've been dreaming of. He was the most miserable. MFR the entire offseason. He comes back to camp. He realizes running backs don't get paid. Decides <laughs> to show up, look at that playbook. And you know what? He saw that new Todd Munkin playbook. And he said, I want to be a Raven for life. <laughs> they asked him about getting about being involved in the passing game. And he was super coy about it. He was just smiling and saying, We'll see. This man's about to get fed. They're going to be playing a positive game script against Houston because they're just going to beat the shit out of this team. And he's going to get the ball a lot. He's on about huge performance this week. Ten-point spread. Yeah. He's going off. We're seeing what J.K. Dobbs is really made of. He's never had over 18, carry, over 18 touches in a game. We're going to see what that can do. Yeah. I love how like, we're, like me and you are both on the same page. And like I see what Jamie just said. So like let's see what Jeff says here. Because we could have literally just like swapped picks and it would have never mattered. Because no. I'm in on all of three. I'm in on all three of these. Yeah, it's it's funny because Jamie is right hundred percent because I am going a, a home a homer Stop. pick. And it's I wish I could show my notes because I feel like Jamie said it in the chat and I'm just gonna say it now. But Brandon Ayuk was my my stock up. So that was a hundred percent my pick, Jamie. Good call. He's been watching the show a lot. He knows me. Uh, I've been taking Brandon Ayuk over Debo Samuel in all of my drafts, even though ADP says otherwise. Ayuk is the number one option in the passing game in that offense. Uh, he has looked good in preseason. I mean, I, you know, I read all the, the the beat reporters, and they say he is literally unguardable in in practice and. Talking about unguardable against the 49ers defense, the fact that they can say that against the 49ers defense, you know he's been really good. He looked good in preseason and limited time that he was in there. He is he is going to be a beast. Uh, Ayuk really, is my guy for this year. Really quick, really quick. Uh, again, all three of us, we all could have said each other's, and it would have not have mattered. I noticed that all three of us bought in on each other's takes. This is why we are NFL analysts and you guys should follow us and you should give us a like, comment, and subscribe here on the Going For Two live YouTube channel, Twitch, Twitter, and everywhere else, Facebook. Um, Really quick though, chat. If you are watching right now, I love the personal text, you know, and agreeing with with our takes through the personal text. Fucking subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button, <laughs> show the homie Jeff and Ryan some love, and comment that the Rumboys is here. <laughs> I love it. This this guy's a marketing professional right here, obviously. He, he knows I how to do this. <laughs> I love you guys. I, you know, we, we've, all, we've all been colleagues, what, since 20, 2018? I came in at 2018. I was a rookie in 2018, so. Me and Ryan have been 20. I, I came in at 2015. I think Ryan joined me in 2017 or 16, That's- I believe. 
and yeah. we've done nothing but show each other love and encourage. So yes, Absolutely. I'm bringing the energy for your show. I'm here. Let's fucking go. Like and comment and subscribe. Build the YouTube channel up for these homies. Let's do it. All right, let's do a stock down, Robbie. What you got for your stock down? Uh, my stock down. Um, I am about to. How how how's the chat been with Ben in in just regards to the whole topic about rookie tight ends? Like like, do I have a lot of rookie tight end truthers in here, Jeff? Like, let me know right now before I no. say this. I'm I mean, gonna take off your chat right now. <laughs> I mean, I I'm. It's patience for me. I'd never jump on the rookie tight end. Was the chat insane? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm not lose subs right no, now. No, just get to make them mad. Who cares? Do it. Yep. You know what? Listen, these takes are the opinions of Rumboys Robbie and Rumboys Robbie only. These are not the, pay, the, the, the takes of the other two cast members here <laughs> of going for two. I am sitting all my rookie tight ends right now, and I have a lot of shares of them. Uh, as tight end twos on my rosters, I'm still starting my studs, my Hawkinsons, um, you know, any, any, any other name that you could throw out there. Chig, I think that is a good start this week. Joku, um, Juwan Johnson is Juwan Johnson is just a darling. Like we're just gonna leave that at that. Um, pause. Anyways, with that being said, and with that being stated, uh, I, I'm out on rookie tight ends. I'm not doing the mayor thing. I know everyone's like, but you're so high on mayor. I'm not doing the mayor thing yet. Um, I'm not doing the Kincaid experiment yet. I'll be fine and let them be on my bench and score points and, you know, give me the, hey, welcome to the NFL rookie week. Uh, Welcome to the NFL rookie week. But come on, guys. We haven't had this since Jeremy Shockey. You're expecting a rookie tight end to come out and give you Jeremy Shockey rookie year numbers. I'm sorry, but you're drunker than me on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm we, off on Saturdays. Fancy does it every year, right? We always fall in love with these these, these rookie tight ends, and we always think they're going to be great. And then about you know week three, we're like, oh, shit, we should have known No, better. No, I feel like we really started seeing that rookie trend when the whole Kyle Pitts thing started. And then when the slow development happened, everyone clanged clang on to the same narrative. But before that, we had people wanting to think O.J. Howard was a star week yep. one. We, yeah. Before that, there was Hayden Hurst. Before, like, it's always happened. We've always been disappointed by rookie tight ends. It just takes longer than most other Every teams. film analyst – okay, I know how like we always have like, like the, the numbers and the film debate. Every film analyst has told you the same exact thing when it comes to rookie tight ends and development. We've told you it's a three-year process, so why even literally question it? And they're and, and it's and it's trusted, and I see it. I see it. It's guys that follow, guys they trust, and retweet guys they trust. You know the philosophy, you know the thought process. Why not buy into the idea, the uh, ideology? Yeah, a hundred percent. Ryan, what you got for your stock down? Um, disclaimer: I am not saying bench this player. You do not bench this player. This is be prepared to be disappointed. Because he's being governed by Sauce Gardner, and that's Stephon Diggs. Like, the Jets' defense is a legit top three defense in the league this year. It's super talented, and he has possibly the best corner, in the, one of the best corners in the NFL on him this week, along with that pass rush. It's just destroying up the middle. The Bills' offensive line's not great. It's on primetime, man. Week one, there's a lot of nerves and stuff. Just 
set your expectations if you have Stefan Diggs this week. And you might be a little disappointed. Don't bench him. Don't go out and play him on DraftKings this week or don't <laughs> yeah. bet on him. But like set your expectations, man. You're about to be disappointed. He's gonna have a rough game. Yeah. Bro, that's a good call. Hey, hey, write down that timestamp right there. That's your viral clip for the week. That's your TikTok. <laughs> that's your Instagram. Right there. You're not wrong. Yeah. The thing is that you're not wrong. Like if that outcome does happen, that's a million views. I like it. So my stock down's a little interesting because I think it's stock down the community stock down, but it's not stock down necessarily on my list. And if you could buy this guy with his stock being down a little bit, you go out and do it. So my stock down is Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, we saw a note come out just recently that quote unquote Zeke is the goal line back and he's going to steal touches and he might, he might, but Ramondre Stevenson is still going to get the majority of the work. He's still going to get his touches in the red zone. He's going to catch all the passes out of that backfield. Reminder, Stevenson's stock may be down, but I am buying that stock while it is down because I think he's going to have a monster season. I know Ryan's big on Reminder Stevenson as well. Uh, but that note, that pass game. Yeah, that you note came out that. today about huh? the, what was that? You home run that. You home run that. Yeah. Yes, Stevenson. I think. I mean, that note on Zeke was 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 uh, sort of damaging to his stock, but I, I'm not buying it. Give me all the Stevenson I can handle right now. I, I also trust. I trust Bill Belichick's word about things as far as I can freaking hundred percent throw a beluga whale. Like, yeah. stop. Hundred. Why are we believing Bill Belichick and New England's beat reporters? Hey, careful about joking about whales. Jim Ursay is going to be in the chat lurking. Okay. <laughs> well, he he's going to save him. He's going to pick him up with an airplane. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, I don't believe anything Belichick says. He's a habitual liar. He lies just to lie. In we believe that we're idiots. In the yeah. beat reporters, in New England Eat are just as bad. Yeah. yeah. Bro, he's that he's that he's that person at the poker table that like you know that he's bluffing, but he still checks and it's like, bro, like I know that you're holding pocket aces. Like, stop playing, bro. Like, just let it be. <laughs> like, we see what the river is. We see that there's another ace ace there. You're clearly only doing this because it's obvious. You don't gotta lie, dude. You don't gotta lie to kick it. You don't gotta lie to kick it. Bro, real quick, that comment about benching digs for Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. I want to specify that and say no. No. But I'm saying what I'm saying is if you're playing digs. In your flex option, you're debating between somebody safe and somebody who's like a boomer bus player. Go for the boomer bus player. Go for the big player as your flex to counter a possible bad game for Diggs. Don't play the guy over him. I will but also say adjust the rest of your lineup. I will also say if you guys agree with you. If you got Johnson on your bench, then you must have a really solid receiving core because he's starting SC in most of my lineups. <laughs> hold on. SC is a Rum Boys, you know, uh, on-air personality. You know, the homie in the chat, like, he, he is one of the guys. Like, he's one of the guys. So he really, really knows what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he really, he really about that thing. Um, I did see some Derrick Henry takes come up in the chat. Really quick, I'll uh, just give you a quick bit on the Derrick Henry because the chat, I saw you guys bring that up. Guys, no stock down on Derrick Henry. You are riding the wheels off this until it fucking falls off, okay? Yep. Until this stock crashes, you have you ever ridden a stock till it crashes? And because like you just have that much faith and you just I've been there. I've been there. 
You're writing this until it's done. You, this is Emmett Smith all over again. Until Emmett is officially done bodying dudes out there, you're not done. And Derek, if you win, if, he, if you've won with him, lose with him. Yeah, hundred percent. I like that. I like that quote. All right, on a t-shirt. Let's go around one more time here. Give me a stock up and a stock down. We'll combine them into one here. We'll go to you first, Ryan. Um, stock up. I'm straight cheating on this, and I'm just going after the Rams again. The entire Seahawks offense this week. Stock up. Dude, the Rams stink. And everybody's talking about how bad Arizona is. The Rams literally have Aaron Donald on their defense, and that is it. it. (laughs) That's it. Like, Achilles with it. Like, stop. They're going to get just stomped. Seattle was really good last year. DK Metcalf's going to go off. Both running backs are probably going to go off. Tyler Lockett's probably going to have the good game. JSN might get involved. They're going to kill them. I'm like, going to look at my LA demographic after this stream. <laughs> <laughs> I just sometimes I just take a fan base and I like to just go at them. them off. <laughs> I, feel, I feel that way. And um, stock down. This one pains me, and it's just for this week. But I'm going to say it, DJ Moore. That He's asking me drink. Jeff, Jeff, get your host, get your co-host. Stop. Co-host, <laughs> that Ryan loves DJ Moore, by the way. He just—I love. I'm a huge DJ Moore person. He's—I think he's Moore. absolutely fantastic. <laughs> he's been my dude for a long time, but he's going to catch Jair Alexander this week. And I don't care about Jair. Packers, the Packers ain't going to make this a game where you're going to throw it. They're going to be running the ball in the Packers ball aren't going to make this a game. <laughs> no, they don't. Right? If they don't make it again, guess what? That means that they're going to be running the ball, and DJ Moore's not getting fed. Yeah, that's a good call because you're right. I mean, this will no, be. No, uh, no, no. That means that means that DJ Moore in the first half is going to have two touchdowns, and they're not even going to. And he's already DJ Moore is going to do so much for your fantasy team that you're not going to have to worry about quarters three and four. So Robbie thinks that Moore is going to get half of his season total of touchdowns I, in the first I'm, week. I'm glad we got this agreement finally. <laughs> I bought all into the Bears. I I'm bought all into the Bears. Good stuff. All right, what Not do you got for your uh, stock up and stock down, Robbie? You know what? Now my stock up is the Bears. I'm going to keep it in Chicago. Yo, Little Dirk had a fire album this, this summer. Like, Chicago's dope. Like, the music scene is dope. I've been eating, I've been, I've been craving deep dish pizza lately since DJ Moore's gotten to Chicago, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I, I might even, I, you might even start seeing me on Instagram rocking a Bulls jersey, okay? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, uh, it's still LA all day. With that being said and being stated, give me Roshan. Give me Khalil Herbert. I'm not worried. I'll freaking, I'm not going to play him this week, but I slowly but surely think that all these receivers become profitable. Ladies and gentlemen, I know that everyone says hold on, I know that everyone says I know that everyone says fade the public, but Justin Fields is the highest Betted player to win the MVP that is above Mahomes, Josh Allen, and my own pick to win the MVP, Justin Herbert. Film with them kind of going with the hot hand here, and I think the public might be on to something, ladies and gentlemen. 
I'm feeling a little frisky. Are you? <laughs> All right. So reverse that. What you got for your stock down? My stock down. My <laughs> my stock down is Atlanta right now. Um, I need to wait and see. Um, I'll play Bijan this week for the, the the exposure that I have of Bijan. Luckily, it's not high exposure. Um, I'll play Bijan, but I'm waiting to see what's going to happen with this passing game. Atlanta dresses in all black because it's a freaking funeral every week. <laughs> and that's my take. Yeah. Uh, I think Carolina coming in, like, like they're the Carolina's dogs in this game. And I think that is so unfair to them, Vegas, and you should fight me for it. But I'm going with Carolina here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out on anything that is passing for Atlanta for now, for now. I like it. All right, in the interest of time, we're going to go ahead and get into our next segment. Prop bet of the week. All right, our prop bet of the week. Let me pull up the screen here. And uh, I've already got the Patrick Mahomes free square in there. Again, if you haven't got it on underdog yet, uh, sign up. Use that promo code GF2 and you will get this free square. Patrick Mahomes higher than half a total yard, which obviously he will go over that. Um, so that's a free square that we're going to put into our lineup tonight. And Robbie, you are the guest here. So give me your pick for this for this leg here on the underdog app. So we're not doing because we're playing squares. We're not doing with like a budget or anything, right? Nope, no budget. Just pick your player and I, and we'll uh, we'll get you a, a a prop line here. You know what? Let me let me say welcome to the NFL, rookie. You know, no. I'm not doing that. Let's go Kansas City Chiefs, Marquez Valdez-Scantley. I want the veteran here. Let's see if we got some Marquez Valdez. So he only has one prop here. Uh, higher or higher. lower, 39 and a half receiving yards. I'm higher. 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 So higher. I love it. So give me your thoughts on Marquez. You think it's one catch for 50 yards? Is it, or do you think he gets some good usage in this one? I think he gets a lot of volume in this one. And I think that people are going to be like, why did I not play that? And then I'm like, because you weren't following me. <laughs> um, so I'm looking for a little bit of the the vitriol here. And that's where I'm going with, with MBS. Love it. 40 yards. That's a smash yes. play. That can be done in one play. One catch. I think if he catches one pass, it's, it's going to be at least for 40 yards. I, I agree. All right, Ryan, what you got for your leg? Um, I am going for a rookie on this. I'm curious if it was the same thing that Robbie was thinking. I'm going Jameer Gibbs at 31 and a half receiving yards on the over. Dude, Dan Campbell may be a lot of things. Dan Campbell is not a liar. That man has been ranting and raving about Jameer Gibbs. And the thing he said is he's getting him involved all over the field in ways you wouldn't expect. That means he's going to be using the passing game out of the slot. He's going to be used out of the backfield. He's going to be using all kinds of ways to get involved. 31 yards when you're that explosive really isn't that much. Plus, if we're talking DeAndre Swift had that six times out of 14 games last year, he passed that, and they didn't even like him. So give me that 31 and a half right now. I love it. And you and you stole my you didn't steal mine. You stole my player. So I don't know if I don't know if you let me double up on a player. We're gonna find out here. Because I had higher on Make his reception kinky. total. I had Make higher on his let's see if it'll let me do it. Well, let me do both. So I'm gonna have to pick a different one. Ryan stole my guy. So actually I did have another one that I like. Uh, we so talked about one? him a little bit earlier with the tight ends, rookie tight ends. I'm going lower on Sam Laporta's three receptions. 
yeah. I, I think I feel like uh, with you know Robbie mentioned earlier these these rookie tight ends that we fall in love with, uh, they get to the NFL and then they struggle a little bit. Uh, it's week one. He's playing against the the world champion Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think Sam Laporta struggles a little bit, so I'll be the odd man out here and take the lower uh, of the group here and Ooh. take Sam Laporta lower than three receptions this week. And, and uh, you kind of always want to look for those welcome to the NFL rookie kind of props too. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think that Quentin Johnson could have a touchdown, you know, in that that charge matchup. You know, that's a welcome to the NFL rookie type of prop. Look for those this weekend. Um, I'm sure this channel, my channel, will be discussing them. Follow both. We'll help you up. Absolutely. So I'm going to put this down. We got a four leg with that Mahomes free square. I'm going to put down five bucks to win 50. Uh, tune in next week. We'll see how we did. Um, I'm a little nervous about this one. This one's a little bit more risky, but I like it. I like it because uh, Robbie's got the MVS one. I got Sam Laporta with three receptions. I think, honestly, I think Ryan took the safe route with the Gibbs uh, receiving yards. I think he crushes that for sure. Uh, the other two I'm a little worried about, but I like it. Would it would it be me though if I went with the chalk? Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. All right, let's do some factor cap. And now it's fact or cap. Yeah. All right, so this this top one here leads right into the guy we were just talking about. So Ryan, I'm gonna go to you on this one. Uh, you just picked him in your underdog. Uh, uh, leg here so let's see jameer gibbs will lead all running backs and fantasy points in the chiefs lions game now you just pumped up jerk mckinnon earlier in the podcast then you went gibbs so uh those two uh, guys what you got i was about to go weird and say david montgomery because he's about to get that red zone work <laughs> just confuse people but man if we're talking pure ppr i think i'm gonna take gibbs i think he's gonna be very involved in that offense and being it's just Amon Ross St. Brown, and and we're kind of injured the rest of the way with Jameson Williams out there, I could see him getting all kinds of work. So I think it's a safe play out of it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Montgomery gets a lot more work. I saw in the chat the only at any time touchdown bet for him. I freaking love that bet. I was talking about that on my other show last night because I we were talking about his season total over six and a half, and I love that. But I think Dave Montgomery's going to be a lot more involved than people want to admit because it's Chris. Good stuff. Um, Jamie, I do think that is a lock. Uh, he's he's a run boys rookie. Why would I not take an opportunity to bet on a player that I've interviewed? Uh, and I am going to go fact. I, I am going to go fact uh, along with Brian. Brian's my friend. We just picked uh, Jameer Gibbs. I'm going to go fact. Love it. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going fact as well on that one. I think McKinnon kind of could, could compete for that title, uh, but I think uh, I think McGibbs. They want to show up their new toy. On uh, the first game of the season, I think he gets plenty of work. He ends up being the leading running back in that game. All right, this next one, I'm going to go to you first, Robbie, because this is Ryan's squad here. So I'm going to give you uh, the chance to, to talk about his squad. Zay Flowers will lead all rookie receivers in fantasy points in week one. And then I also want you to, if you, if you say cap, who is it that you think will lead all rookie receivers in receiving yards? In fantasy points, sorry. Ryan, you're so freaking lucky that I have watched rookie wide receiver film at nauseum. Shouts to the FCN family. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Yes, 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 Zay Flowers. God, yes, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, please win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Please. 
Zay Flowers, please be the new school Debo Samuel. Let's utilize you as a move weapon. But he's right. Jet sweeps and everything. Oh, I'm so excited. Love it. Love it. He's going fact. Zay Flowers leads all receivers. What about you, Ryan? Are you able to make that call there as a Ravens fan, or you got some love well, for Addison? This is my heart. This is my heart versus my brain. <laughs> uh, I think he can lead all receivers on the season. But this week, give me Jordan Addison. He's playing that trash compactor, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they don't have a real running game. They don't have a defense. They're going to be slinging it. He's going to eat. I'm a Zay Flowers fanboy. I love Zay Flowers. I I love Zay Flowers. But, bro, Addison versus Tampa. Tampa stinks. Yeah, Addison's another one of those guys that was on my my stock down list, but I don't buy it uh, because they came out and said that KJ Osborne is the number two receiver. And everybody's like, oh, oh." I don't. They I'm not buying saying, it. They just like they just like saying KJ Osborne's number Osborne's number two <laughs> yeah, receiver. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Hey, the Hobgoblin, bro. The Hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shit. That's fine. I'm I'm going I'm going factor with Zay Flower. I think he does lead uh, rookie receivers, and I and I'm with with yeah. Robbie and Ryan. I love Zay Flowers. Loved him pre draft. Loved him post draft. Drafted him in my home dynasty I, league. I got him in I a lot of places. I also think I just the way like Lamar asked and requested OBJ so heavily. I think it's gonna be an OBJ game for Baltimore. Jamie, start start Rashad. Start Rashad. Yeah, Jamie's asking in the chat, Gibson or Rashad. I'm never Gibson. It's Brian Robinson. I'm not it's gonna say never Gibson, but it's Airbnb uh, offense. We know how that running back situation is gonna work out. For all we know, Chris Rodriguez could end up being the dude later on. Like, let's just wait. Agreed. <laughs> all right, let's get to another one of these here. Ryan, I'm gonna go to you first on this one. So one of these second-year starters in week one, and I mean by quarterbacks here, so one of these three guys, Brock Purdy, Sam Howell, or Desmond Ritter, just one of them has to crack the top 15, fact or cap, for week one. Just one of them? Just one of them has to crack the top 15. Purdy, Howell, or Desmond Ritter. Do I pick which one? Hey, you want to go ahead and pick which one? Absolutely. Yeah, one does, and it's going to be Sam Howell. Let's go! It's Arizona. They got Jahan Dotson. That offense isn't that bad. They weren't that bad last year, and he's an upgraded quarterback. Sam, got to work Saturday. <laughs> Ryan's about to be on the Friday Night Network here. He's going to be on there. Jeff, you want to come home? You have your show on Friday night, don't I you? I do. I have a DFS show on Friday night. Depending on what time you, you go live, I might be able to sneak in there. I'm going to DM you. All right, that yeah. sounded pinky. <laughs> Sliding to my DMs. <laughs> hmm. What you got, Robbie, for this one? Factor cap. One of these one of these uh rookie quarterbacks. I'm sorry, second year quarterbacks. Purdy, Howell, or Desmarator clacked the top 15 in week one. My reaction just 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 said it all. Clip it, put it on TikTok, put it on Instagram, put it on Twitter. Robbie's reaction to Ryan's take. Let's freaking go, baby. Love it. Love Let's it. go. And keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. All right, let's do one more factor cap. I want to get to some of these listener questions before we get out of here. So let's do one more here. Yes. And I'll go to you first, Robbie, here. We haven't talked about this guy at all on on the podcast tonight. But Anthony Richardson is the Colts' leading rusher in week one. Factor cap. Cap because he still has to freaking pass the ball. Like, And I want to see him actually pass the ball. But you really think Deion Deion Jackson or Evan Hull or one of those guys are going to be the leading rushers on their team? 
I think that Dion could be, um, but I think it's going to be a committee that's going to convolute each other. But I still don't see Richardson having to. If if Richardson's having to do that much work on his legs, we have some bigger issues about that front line than we need to worry about. And the PFF numbers are going to be interesting after week one. So, all right, so you're going hoping that that's not the case. Going cap on this one. What about you, Ryan? You got factor cap. You got a little bit of a face there. Are you? Are you? I'm going fact. I'm afraid year one, they're going to give him the Justin Fields treatment and just run him for his life. As much as we love Michael Pittman and Alex Pierce, like, they're just kind of chock big body guys. He might be running for his life, dude. And they're going to be playing from behind, which means they're not going to actually be running the ball a lot with their running backs. So it's going to be him dropping back and throwing and either that or just taking off. Like, those running backs aren't going to be locked. Jacksonville's going to jump on them quick. And uh, oh, yeah. I think what Robbie said, too, I know he, he went uh, cap on this, but the fact that they're going to be running a committee, I think they're all going to get a little piece of the pie that none of them are actually going to actually do a whole lot. So I think Richardson, because he's going to be in there, you know, the whole game, uh, ends up yeah. being the, the leading rusher on the, no, on the Colts don't, team. Don't play any Colts running backs unless you have to yeah. in fantasy. So, Hopefully you draft them better. So Ryan clearly thinks that, that Anthony Richardson after week four will lead the league in QBR from that point on because that's exactly what Fields did. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, all right, let's get to some listener questions. Go ahead. Ask me anything. All right, I wanted to get to the two that we had in the chat real quick. I pinned them so I wouldn't forget to ask the questions. One of them we already answered. Uh, Gibson or Rashad, we got that one, Jamie. We're going, we're all going Rashad on that one. So start Rashad. Uh, Jason T asked earlier in the show, um, chances that Tony ends up a productive receiver in fantasy this year. Uh, I'll go to you first, Robbie. Here, give me your, give me your thoughts here on Mister uh, Kadarius Tony. If, if that's the Jason T that I think it is, um, first off, big much love, much, 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 much love. Um, chances that Tony ends up productive. With the amount of miles that have to have to be shared, target market share has to go somewhere eventually. I think that there is positive ROI. How positive that ROI uh, is going to be for you, I think that is still in question. I would be looking for Tony to possibly be a trade piece later on and using the selling point that top five scoring offense gets you a piece of it. Yeah, good call. What about you, Ryan? What are your thoughts here on Mr. Kadarius Tony? I agree to sell, uh, like selling him if you can. I'd say there's like, a 25% chance it happens. Like, if we're going to be all like percentages, like, I'm not confident in it. Like, it could hit or miss. But if it hits, it could, he could go bonkers. Like, there's a legit chance he could go absolutely nuclear. But there's a chance he's completely irrelevant. Yeah, he, he is kind of the, the modern day Will Fuller. When he plays, he, he's a beast. But he's never, he's never even on the field. But it's also the, the Chiefs' offense ever since Hill left has been Very Travis spread Kelsey out. spread the ball. Yeah. Like, it's freed him up because nobody's that well, good where they demand the ball on that offense. And that scare, that kind of keeps me away from him a little bit. Yeah, that's a good Chat's call. going crazy. We got to hurry. Chat's going crazy. Let's get it. Oh, I'm ready. I got an <laughs> adrenaline rush. Let's fucking go. All right, we got Let's one. Go. The, we got a live one here in the chat from Mr. Geek Mill. He wants to know. Uh, who is a better waiver wire pickup for week one, Evan Hall or Isaiah Hodgins? I'll go to you first this time, Ryan. Give me Hall because of the rookie upside on that. But honestly, you watch I film? I do. You watch film? 
I did. Okay. Come Five. on. <laughs> Who got that dog in him? Who got that dog in him? We talking on the Giants? It's gonna, it's gonna be Jalen Hyatt season, baby. Um, okay, Ryan's Jalen Hyatt guy. But okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. But yes, like, yes, yes, yes. and this is a team that's gonna run the ball and play defense. Um, I'm taking the upside of the running back. You could take over that because he's playing first ball with Deion Jackson. I really don't want either of them, but I'm leaning towards Hall. Okay. I want the Hodgins got something in him. He's going to find his way open. I know Hyatt's going to do his thing. I know Slayton's going to do his thing. If I'm waiting between the two. We, we go in three guys doing their thing with Daniel plus Jones. Darren Waller, balls. plus yes. Barkley getting 90 balls with Danny Dimes. We're getting that many people doing their thing there. Hodgins, Hodgins, Hodgins could – if Hodgins breaks free on one to two plays and Daniel Jones finds him – it's done for the other two for that night. He's going to be an awesome best ball play. Yes. Yeah. But we're talking like redraft fantasy or dynasty fantasy. So I, I'll say this and I'll just take the question verbatim. He wants to know waiver wire pickup. I'm taking the running back. I'm not starting either one of them if I pick one of them up. But yeah, give me the running back only because running backs, you know, we know they get injured. Even if JT ends up coming back, if Hall shows any kind of wiggle at all in these first four weeks. JT could, you know, get injured in week six, week seven, and then Hall becomes viable again. So always give me the running back when we're talking about guys that are dart throws because they can have value at some point during the season with injuries. I didn't look at the waiver wire part because of that. Yes, it down goes to the running back. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. That, that was the. All right, speaking of running backs, I got another one here from Mr. Kenny Anderson uh, on the Discord. And this is a, a guy that I just added in my uh, Scott Fishbowl waiver, which, which cleared today. And I'm curious to what you thought of this guy. Uh, Ryan, how long until Jaleel McLaughlin usurps uh, Samaji Pirine? McLaughlin's look really good in preseason. They look really good in camp. Uh, Pirine, as good as he was last year, is really kind of just a guy. Do you think he's any, any chance that uh, McLaughlin takes over his spot eventually? I'm not saying no. He's not. Unless he gets hurt, he's not. Samaj P. Ryan is so boring, but you know what? What a fish. He, pa- he pass blocks, he goes north south, he always gets positive yardage, and he's reliable. Stop it. Like, let's let's. He's let's a be veteran's right. veteran. Yeah. Yeah. M- McLaughlin is sort of that preseason darling <laughs> that we all fall in love with, and then about week three, we forget about that he even exists. Dude, uh, every year we fall in love with these dudes in preseason fantasy. Yep. I, uh, I preseason I, DFS, and then they just and they're gone. But they I like this. Man, I like this comment coming from a, a top contributor. Clearly, this person is a person that's been paying attention to you guys, you fellas. So I mean, big ups to you two um, for for what you're doing. You know, connecting with your fans and making sure they're involved with the show. But this is definitely a dynasty take. I would keep this in 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 the back. In the memory bank. Don't don't do a SpongeBob where he erases everything and can't remember his name and shit. Don't do that. I think this is a great dynasty take. And I think that as the season progresses, and once you start seeing that value, grab him, keep him on your team, roster him, let the value increase, trade peace. Yeah, I like it. All right, let's do uh let's do a couple more here. Let's see. Uh let's go to Nick. Nick T has one. Uh, he wants to know, he's got three guys he's trying to tra- start in his flex. Half PPR, uh, Montgomery, Mostert, 
or the aforementioned Raheem uh, uh, Jahan Dotson. This is a, this is Dawson. a question. It's Dotson. We don't yeah, even need to play. Yeah, like, there doesn't need to be an analyst on it. It's it's not close. Dotson. There's no reason to get behind the ball on Detroit. So you know you don't need to play play Montgomery. Mostert is well. You've seen what you've gotten from him in week one's previous. Don't do that. So go Dotson. Dotson, hundred percent. Dotson's gonna be wide receiver two this year. He could like maybe higher. Wow. Like. I like it. Dotson's freaking this good. This team could have two ones. This team under under EB could have two ones. Yeah, dude, he's a he's gonna be the one. All right, last he's one take here. Care of last one's a dynasty trade question. This one's from Tyler uh, Lucier. Uh, he wants to know: Would you consider trading CD Lamb for JSN and two twenty four firsts? Uh, I'll go to you, Robbie, on this one. So C.D. Lamb for JSN and two twenty-four first, essentially three first-round picks. Whenever you think That's, about it, the only way that you hit accept—I mean, it's equitable—but the only way that you hit accept is if you're still building for that championship. If you're already championship ready, back out now. Stop it. Go and put your gloves on and swing for the freaking goddamn fences. Yeah. But if you know deep in your heart of hearts, because it's a dynasty league, play your cards right, build up, get your championship the next year or two. He does say there that his team is not in a full re- rebuild, but he lacks but I depth. Lack depth and aren't good enough for it's a complete compete yet. Then that's the only reason that you're doing it. Let this guy get his rocks off. You come in later and you play clean up and you get your you set up a championship run for a couple of you know runs that was a pause moment don't let him get his rocks off like that but yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about you ryan cd lamb or the jsn and the two first side yeah if you're in that situation i'm taking the package i think jsn has the talent to become a wide receiver one high end one not this year but i think he has yeah he definitely has talent too we all have Everybody had him one wide receiver one or two in that in the rookie draft this year. Talent doesn't disappear. Like and next year's next year's class, and they don't say this is super flex. This is super flex smash. Yeah. But next year's class has a lot of talent, man. Already two firsts. All you gotta do is hit on one, and you win this right. Yeah. And really quick, man. Big shout out to Tyler the way that, that, that he posed up this question, man. Um, thank you for giving us the background story on that. That makes it a lot easier for us to diagnose the right situation for you. So big ups. If you guys aren't prefacing your question that way, kind of start, you know, thinking about, you know, adding some context into the question so that we can really just be the best analyst for you that we can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. All right. Let's get to our last segment of the night. Get ready for going for two.coms. Forgotten Fantasy Player of the Week. All right, I've been waiting all night for this one. I'm, I'm curious to see what Robbie can bring for us tonight. What you got for your, uh, your, your hints here for your Forgotten Fantasy Player? Um, so when I got to this on the show sheet, um, I, was, I, I was at work preparing for it, but I know that there is a player that I want to mention um, just because this Bayou Frenchman Got me to a got me to like like two championships um back to back with the stints with Washington. And that is no more, ladies and gentlemen, than Pierre. Oh, 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 oh. It's Pierre Garcon. Pierre. 
Garcon. You're supposed to he give us. Been, you gotta, he hasn't been on the show since we changed the format. Yeah, you got to. Damn it, Robbie. Yeah, the format changed. We want you to give you a hint, so we got to guess on it. <laughs> Sorry, man. I should have. I should have pointed that out to you. The last time you were on, we just had you give the player. Uh, now we're having you because we've done this for six years now. We've been in for so long. <laughs> we got so bored. We got bored. <laughs> Damn it. Um. <laughs> He's a Colson Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pierre Garçon is a great forgotten fantasy player for sure. When you said Bayou Frenchman, I immediately thought Pierre Thomas. That's who I thought he's too. The Saints, but it's all good. Yeah. It's all good, Robbie. It's all good, man. It's okay. We ran long anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Pierre Garçon. I'm very, I'm very sad because I just wanted to keep extending my lead on Jeff in this event. <laughs> we haven't been keeping track, so I wish I wish we had a kept track. Pierre Garçon, I win. Um, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I think Jamie Jamie guessed uh, it last week, right? He did. Jamie probably has more than you too. Uh, hey, You're hey, probably third. Hey, slow down, slow down. I I got some good ones in there. I I still claim the Tolbert one, even though I couldn't think of his damn name, and you thought of it. I'm gonna claim uh, that hold one. Hold on, no, let me give you guys a, a, another player because I do I do have one uh, a stash. This man, obviously wide receiver. Uh, multiple pro bowler. Uh, let me make sure I get his exact number of pro bowlers. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, he was, he, he is South Korean born. Oh, uh, he also Give is a-, a coach. He is a head coach right now in a professional football league that is led by no other than our favorite wrestler. Huh? Hines Ward. You're a dick. <laughs> I'll fight you. Dude, there's, there's not many South Korean born NFL players. Yeah. And I live in Pittsburgh. That was easy. That was not that was not gonna help me at all, but that it obviously helped Brian. He's like, like I love how like, 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 like you know, it could have been Datwin and he could be talking about about IDP. He said Pro Bowler. That was a was a pro bowler for Dallas. I think he was like he was like a two time pro bowler, three time pro bowler. Yeah. That that win. Uh, but no, so Heinz word, Heinz word. Okay, there's mine. <laughs> That's all right, Robbie. We'll get you back on some point this season, and we'll get, we'll get you to, to redeem yourself on the Forgotten Fantasy Player. I'll just do a TikTok for it, and then like we'll just like collab on like this segment for like one TikTok and make it short. <laughs> there we go. I love it. I love it. All right, man. That wraps the podcast up, Robbie. We'll go to you first, man. Give us your Twitter handle. Plug your show. Plug everything that you're doing in the fantasy space. Let my listeners know where they can find you at. Ah, uh, yeah, I have like a shot of rum perfect for this closeout. I purposely saved this for this. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't necessarily want to make this about me. Um, when it comes to like everything that any of us independent freelance analysts do, um, go in the bio, hit those links, check out those links. Like a video, whether you're watching that video for like five seconds or you're watching it the whole way through, like that joint, subscribe to that, um, share it. You know, I'm not here to push, you know, stream donos, but donos go a long way. Motherfucker, you tip your bartender, tip your damn analyst that's helping you win your fantasy football league. With that being said, though, you can find me at Rumboys Robbie on Twitter, Rumboys spelled with a Z, N E T, on any other social medias. You guys have been killing it on the Rumboy Shorts charts. Um, the Rumboy Shorts charts are the new TRL or 106 in Park 
for a for for NFL shorts. So even if you're not a part of the Run Boys Fantasy Network, you can literally submit a short. We'll upload it and we will shout you out as part of that top ten. We're expanding this to represent not just our channel, but any and all podcasters and all of their networks. So look out for the top ten shorts charts. And yeah, big shout out to FTN, big shout out to Big Guy Sports Fantasy Network or Fantasy Sports. And fuck. I love each and every single one of you. Like, comment, subscribe. Dilly dilly. Love cheers it. to me. Cheers to you. That's the that's one of the best outros ever. <laughs> Ryan, you got to follow that up. What you got going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just be nice and simple because <laughs> I don't got the bravado, but it's it's awesome. Um, yeah, find me Twitter Fox five three four. Find me on here every Wednesday night. Like Robbie said, hit that subscribe button. Please, and, you know, give us a follow. Give Robbie a follow. His show's a blast. I've been on that Friday night show a bunch of times. I get in trouble. I want the people I think can actually get in trouble on there. <laughs> no, everyone gets in trouble. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Everyone gets um, yelled at by the wife the next morning. I don't want in trouble here. But <laughs> it's just expected. Um, and then, yeah, find me over at the Rookie Big Board, the Dynasty Big Board podcast. Comes out Wednesday mornings. Good stuff, He's always, guys. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Lambert seventy seven. Obviously, me and Ryan will be here every Wednesday night during the season at nine thirty p.m. Also, check out my Friday show at ten thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be doing our DFS show. Uh, it'll be the first time in six years that Gerson will not be on the show. Uh, he is his 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 uh, job is kind of taking him away from it. So we're gonna have a new guest come on every week to join us for DFS. So if you're a DFS player. Uh, come find us at 10.30 p.m. on Friday night. You can literally watch that after you fucking watch my show. What's up? Lead right into yeah. it. Love it. And it'll be on time because Gerson's not there. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Gerson never could get the time zones right. I'd say, hey, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What time is that in my time? Like, Dude, 8.30. You're two hours behind me. 8.30. Jamie, I love you. Whole entire chat, I love you guys. Thank you for pulling up and supporting this YouTube channel. Absolutely, guys. Going for two, baby. For Robbie, for Ryan, I'm Jeff. Uh, Good luck this week, week one.